Hey guys, Dr. Ben here. Welcome to a power pack brokerpreneur bite. Get ready to dive into proven strategies for recruiting top talent, retaining your best agents, and skyrocketing sales in the next 10 minutes. I'm your host, of course, Dr. Ben Spears, along with our real estate guru, Matt Vai. Join us as we unravel the secrets to take your brokerage to new heights. Let's dive in. So one of the, the clients that we have has a, has a seven and a half, eight million dollar producer, something like that, who's leaving to come to our client, right? So yep. they, they had a great conversation with them. We walked them through the letter of intent to hire, all that kind of stuff. I actually talked to this person on behalf of the, on behalf of the, the company for a few minutes. And this guy is really worried about the manager. He's really worried how the manager is going to take this. He thinks that the manager at this company is going to trash him whenever he leaves. He's sincerely concerned. He said, I've seen the conversations he's had about other people and uh, after, they, after they've left. And this guy absolutely trashes him. He said, we know some of the same people. I'm afraid that this manager is going to, that this manager is going to trash me and whenever we leave. And I said, are you the first person he would trash? And he said, no, he's trashed a bunch of other people. And I said, the, the public is smart enough to consider the source. Keep yeah. in mind that if they keep hearing the same thing, they're going to take into account what this guy really is. You can't live your, you're actually telling me that you're planning on living your business in fear. Yeah. You can't do that. You got to make this transition. That's not the environment you're going into. Blah, blah, blah. We had a great conversation. He's, and he's moving. Yeah. We actually talked about, we actually talked about that the other day. Whereas you don't want to bow, bad mouth your competition because the people that you're talking to are just, their, their brains are just going to associate whatever you're saying about that other company or the competition or that person with you as well. That's right. Because it's coming out of your mouth. That's exactly right. And so, and so that falls into that whole category of bad managers. So how do we, so how do we deal with this? Yep. We talk about our culture. We talk about our environment, right? So what's the first thing somebody should experience is culture. What's the first thing they should receive is value. Hopefully they're getting it at the same time. So that's what you have to make sure you're consistently doing. And if they're in a bad environment, sometimes people get addicted to that bad environment, but at some point they're just going to have had enough. What's going to happen is there's going to be a compounding effect. Some people will go, you know what, I'm in a bad environment and, and my manager's an asshole. The bottom line here is, right, I make a great commission split. And I don't have to pay for this and I've got my own desk and I've got whatever it is. I'm just going to stay here. At some point that wanes. Yeah. But what you have to be is your culture and, your, and who you are and what you offer has to be clear in their mind when they finally said uncle. The reason why they're going to say uncle is because they know how to get from where they are to where they're going. When does someone start a trip? Someone starts a trip, unless they have wanderlust, someone starts a trip with the destination in mind. That's what you have to be whenever you're recruiting. You have to help them understand that you are the destination. Yeah. Yeah. I call that, that what you're talking about with, we know it's a bad culture, it's a bad environment, but they pay for all these things. Like I've always, I call that the Gomer pile effect, <laughs> right? You got to pay for gas, but water and air is free. <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's about yeah it's about as some environments about as toxic as gas by the way. <laughs> yeah for sure so that, that brings us to point number four yeah and that's just and this one's guys this if you don't know this come on it's just poor communication and it doesn't mean when you're doing your zooms that your wi-fi is a bad has a bad signal <laughs> right, right. right? This is all around the board. This is systems. This is a process of communicating the same way that you would tell them. You need to be touching your client, touching your clients eight times yep. or twelve times or whatever. Matt, talk talk to us a little bit about that and how you would do that inside inside your brokerage. 
Yeah. So if you're a if you're a if you're a broker, you have to first of all acknowledge that you have a communication pattern already. Okay. Yeah. It might not be a good one, but you have a communication pattern already. How often are you sending things out? How do you notify people about your sales meeting? When you respond back, if they text you, do you call them back? Some people are going to text you every time and they're going to need some kind of answer and you keep calling them back and they're not answering because that's just not how they do things. You need to make sure you understand what the communication pattern is between people. So communication, right? Communication is actually bilateral. Okay. So you got to be careful with, with text and with email and stuff like that. Right. Cause that's you saying something that's unilateral. And then the person responds unilaterally, right. Yeah. Unless you get on a messenger and you're going back and forth immediately, but whole different conversation, right. Sorry yeah. to get sidetracked. No, you're good. So you have, you already have a communication pattern. Now you just have to be intentional about it. Okay. That's number one. How often do I communicate with people and what am I communicating? So if I'm recruiting, I might send things to two, two things out a week recruiting wise. I might send things out one, one time a month recruiting wise, as far as the pattern and how often and all that kind of stuff, that's a whole different conversation. The fact that you have a pattern for your communication is the conversation we're having. You need to have one that is intentional, not one that you accidentally do. The biggest thing, and I think every manager would probably agree with this. The biggest issue that they come, that they run into with recruiting is probably consistency. I think yeah. it, whatever method you use, if you're smile and dial, or if you're more relationship-based salesperson, uh, a recruiter, whichever one it is, if you can be consistent with it, you're going to get a certain amount of results. And then as you up your skill level, you're going to get a little bit better results. And then you've got better metrics and all that because you're being consistent with it. I think everybody, yeah, I think I agree. everybody agrees. Okay. If that's the case, then why wouldn't you have a communication plan that pushes that consistency? You absolutely positively have to have that figure out what it is. So one of the things that one of the things that we do is of course, people can take the, the on-demand stuff that we have, they can listen to it and then they can re-record it. We coach them to take one of the on-demand things that they really like, like the 753 conversation as an example, listen to it and go, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I see that, how that could help my agents. And then they put something out that says, hey, guys, here's I just listened to some great information. Here's what a 753 conversation is. And this is how it helps with price adjustments with sellers who are ignoring the factors of the market. And they go through that conversation and they talk about it and they blah, 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 fill in the blank. And they basically used information that we offered and they put it out and other agents are responding back to them saying, thank you. I've never heard of that. That's really helpful. The reason why they've never heard of it is because I made it up. I created it. Right. But it's a great way of introducing properly the set, the price adjustment conversation to make sure that the seller understands the market. All the eight, all the, the agent wants is the information and they appreciate getting it from wherever they get it. And if you're a broker that's trying to recruit, you need to be consistently communicating in the place where people are hearing your message. Yeah. Culture of content convenience. Absolutely. You got to be where they're hearing your message though. Okay. So don't send, don't send for lack of a better way of putting it. Don't be on TikTok If everybody in your market's on Instagram, don't, don't be putting an editorial. That's right. If nobody's reading the paper, so be where that, be where that audience is. Okay. That's part of the communication plan, of course. Yeah. Yeah.